and welcome to another episode of Hour of Healing. Again, I am your weekly host, Joe Debra. And joining us again for our show today is a dear friend, Dr. Kofi Baua. Dr. Baua, as dear listeners you are all aware of, was our very first guest for this show way back in January of the year 2023. He is a pediatric a hospitalist at Cox Health here in Springfield, Missouri. And as a matter of fact, he is the director of pediatrics. He is married to my dear sister, Eunice Belwar, and they have two beautiful children. Friends, it will be a great way to discuss uh, this topic today with Dr. Belwar. You may ask, what are we talking about today? Well, today we are talking about counselors. So our topic for today is the value of counselors. You know, we live in a day and age that most of the time you hear people say a lot of negative things about the role or the value of counseling in our lives today. I've had many young people tell me uh, as I meet with them day in and day out, even through my work, that why would I go share my story or my life with someone that I don't know? And why do I even have to go pay someone for advice that I can get at home? And whereas there's a lot of truth to this, um, Dr. Bewa, I certainly think that counselors or the role of counselors are certainly more than just going to pay your money to someone or just sitting there for somebody to, in a way, talk to you as the superior and you being the um, inferior. I think counseling, when actually done right, has a lot of value in our life. And so I'll be giving a lot of instances as we go through our various questions today, and hopefully we'll be able to help our listeners today. So I think that counselors are very valuable in our life, and hence the topic, the value of counselors. But Dr. Bewa, what do you think about counselors and their value in our life? Well, thanks for having me once again. I feel privileged to be able to share this this space with you today. Um, I think counselors or counseling is an invaluable part of life. And the reason I say that is there are a lot of things that we don't know. And sometimes you need someone to give you direction. Now, there are, in my mind, there are so many modes and forms of counseling from the formal, you know, counselor all the way down to someone you are even asking for directions to a place you you are interacting with transiently, right? I'll leave that one out. But you have your friends, your family, your colleagues, and then there are people who are actually trained to provide counseling. Um, All of these people are there to give you direction to your life or to help you make a decision or to help you choose a path. Um, if you want to get biblical, that one, everybody loves proverbs, right? <laughs> everybody yeah. loves proverbs. And there are multiple, there are multiple um, verses that, that talks to the value of counselors, right? And even from, from our, from where we come from, there are several proverbs or edicts that speaks to the value of counseling and then even in regular life. So there is there is 
there's it's truly very important to have counselors in your life to be able to make it um if you go to the bible anywhere from like my personal favorite is proverbs fifteen twenty two. right plans fail for the lack of counsel but with many advices they succeed right uh, eleven fourteen says for the lack of guidance a nation falls but many advisors make victory sure so you it's it's truly invaluable if you don't have counselors in your life you are doing something wrong absolutely and i mean um the uh, proverbs uh, uh 15 22 is actually one of my favorite past uh, uh text in the past, uh, in scripture as well um but uh even let's look at our um political stratosphere or political hierarchy. Um, uh, a, a few years ago, um, I remember when I first came to the uh, United States, uh, the first two or three presidents that I saw come into office all went to see um, one of the greatest evangelists, in my opinion, who has ever walked the face of this country, which is Billy Gra- the late uh, great Billy Graham. And uh, when they go see them, they don't just go see them for him to uh, pray for them. Um, many presidents, we see this in all nations, that they go see um, whoever the highest uh, spiritual authority in the land is at that time. And they go there to seek counseling. You know, um, it's interesting that you mentioned um, uh, the book of Proverbs in the Bible. But why do we even have so many um, prophetic books in the Bible? Because the prophets in the in their time in the time of the prophets were serving as counselors to the kings and to the nation and so when the people will veer or go the wrong way the prophets will come offer counseling some were harsher than others some were more stern than others but there is no arguing of the value of counseling uh, throughout ancient history and um we from ghana you know that whenever there is a chieftaincy, whenever a chief is put in power, he is given a cabinet or a, a, a group of advisors. And so for me, I think it's really um, important. It's imperative in life that everyone has a counselor or counselors, people that you will brainstorm with. One of the adage that I think you were referring to in our local language is that one head does not have all the answers. Yes. Um, and, and I think it, it, it goes to tell the value of how in the multitude of counselors, um, uh, uh, certainly there is clear direction and in Proverbs it says there is safety, there is yeah. peace and all that. Yeah. Um, and so I really uh, think that you hit the nail on the head there. Uh, so um, let me ask you this. Then how did we get here? How did we get to the place where so many people frown on the notion of counseling? Um, uh, I remember I once told um, uh, my wife when we first got married, I was like, oh, um, how about we set up a schedule that about every two or every three years, we go to marriage counseling for about three months or two months. And she's like, why are you trying to say we're going to have problems? And I said, no, I'm actually the opposite. I think counseling is something that has to be part of our daily life. Uh, needless to say, we didn't do it. But <laughs> um, I think that uh, being a, uh, having 
either in a formal setting and all that. We will talk about that in the in a moment. But how did we go from um, a, a people where counseling was part of day to day life to the place where so many people frown on counseling today? I think as a society, we we even look at it from like forty thousand foot. We used to be family oriented, right? It used to be about the family or the community, and now it's more about the individual. It's we celebrate individualism. We, it's it's all about what I can do or what I, my family can do. So we we feel we don't need our elders, or we are not relying on. I can find out. I'm, I'm, I'm empowered as an individual. And I think as our levels of education and enlightenment also increases, we can figure out information for ourselves. So I think that also plays a role into it. Like the more educated you are, I think you feel you know a lot. And there's, I think what's more troublesome is pride, right? Because one of the most dangerous things I find in, in our line of work or in society now, uh, you have people who don't really know what they are talking about, who think they know what they are talking about. So they feel they, sh- they know, but they have no clue what they are talking about. So it's the same. <laughs> if I have heard people talk with authority and they are totally wrong but they feel the the authorities on what they are talking about so there is no if i think i know it all i can find out what i need i do not need someone to can't tell me and then you know on top of that we become we become a society that kind of we love we have itching ears we like to hear what we want to hear right and I'm not even talking about like Christianity. It's like social media and all that. Like we we all kind of exist in an echo chamber on our own bubble. So if we there is confirmation like you think you know and you are being told oh you know and you're only getting information to things that confirms that you know. Oh, right? There is yeah. no one to challenge your what you think you know, but it's actually not the case so i think all that as all that has contributed to where we are now where people will frown on seeking counsel and i'll go back to a bit formal counseling when i was getting married right um our mutual friend reverend osam like we had to go through a certain number of counseling sessions I think it was six months, I could be wrong, or it may have been three months, but there was, Mm -hmm. it was formal. You were not going to get married in that church without having that counseling. That was a non-starter, right? But I don't know if it's every church that needs you to have, go through formal counseling to be able to get married. Mm -hmm. Now people don't even get married in churches, right? So there is if if I don't if if I'm going to get married like in a somewhere, right? Like even I'm bringing a pastor to come do it. I don't have to meet any obligations from a church or from 
what a like a group so all these contribute to to that absolutely absolutely wow uh you did certainly uh, put a lot in there and so um uh, if i am understanding most of um why we are where we are today has to do with our decisions and um i, I think you said something that i had not talked about and that's the issue of pride and also the um issue of getting um information just to support what we think we already know and i think social media like you said certainly does play a huge role in there um i think the other thing that um has led to that and social media uh, media probably has to a lot to do with it is we've become very shallow as a society uh, when it comes to um we don't want to think deep into things. We just want to get things at face value. And the first sentence I read about anything that supports what I thought that the situation was or what is going on, I take that and then everybody has to hear my opinion because at the end of the day, it's my opinion and it's the best opinion there is. Um, uh, so I, I, I really uh, think that you, you, you uh, helped us in that, in that front. Um, before I go to the next uh, question, um, any other uh, forms or any other um, things that, in your opinion, has caused us to uh, kind of become a society that, um, I, honestly, uh, Dr. Bewa, I, I almost sometimes feel like there is a disdain for people who seek counseling, um, that well, they are looked at as either something is wrong with them or they don't have what it takes to make it. So I, I don't know if there's anything else that you would like to add before I go to the next question. I, I think it speaks to the level of, um, I don't want to say we all believe we can do it, right? Like you need to have some humility and some insight to know that I think I need to talk to someone about this or that like i'm embarking on a new venture let me go talk to someone who's done it before to to, to you need that insight into whatever situation you find yourself and like you said we become very shallow we do not like there are a lot of people that don't have that insight or discernment to know that i'm really not the best person to i don't have all the information i need to be able to make this decision or to go in this direction, we we are acting more on what what pleases us or what we think without necessarily. So we become more individualistic and more self-centered. So we are not looking beyond our noses in essentially, right? Because if I see myself or if I've been raised to think I'm the best person i'm the best at everything or i'm this i'm that nothing come brings to my notice that i can't do this on my own mm. you know i think that plays a huge role like you don't know what you don't know and if you don't have that ability to know that i probably am not the smartest i'm not the sharpest tool mm. in every box or in a, right let me go find what other somebody else knows 
to help me make this decision, you are not going to go find that. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that. Now I want to um, kind of um, move us along there and also ask, uh, is this safe to then assume that everybody needs counselors or everybody needs an advisor in life? Is it safe to assume that? I think so. I think you okay. cannot go through life without having counselors or advisors if you really want to be successful. Now, I'm not necessarily talking about a formal counselor you go pay to go see, but you need people in your life who will be able to um, share ideas with you, um, who will be able to correct you, who will be able to encourage you. Okay, you without that, you you are not you are not going to be successful. I know it's a famous saying in this country: "Pull yourself up by your jock straps or bootstraps." <laughs> but in my opinion, nobody ever can do that. You need helpers, you need counselors, you need people to guide you along the way. Um, there is no one who can do it all on their own. Wow. Yeah, and um, the second part of that question, you actually already, um, in a way, addressed it, and that, that's uh, the forms or the types of advisors and the types of uh, counselors. So I know we've mentioned formal counseling a, a lot um, and informal counseling. So let's dive a little bit into it uh, briefly, and then we'll move on to the next uh, questions. Um, but um, let's share some uh, light on what we mean by formal counselors and then informal counselors, if you may. So there are people who are specifically trained to provide counsel in various forms, right? So you have legal counsel most most companies will have a legal counsel right you have marriage ma marital counselors you have life coaches that are so these there are various forms of them but they have formal training financial advisors uh, like they are trained to provide specific kinds of um information to you mm -hmm. and then you have to me, the next step below that are uh, people with the experience. Maybe they don't have the formal training, but they have the wisdom and experience in particular spheres who you can go to for advice in those domains. And then you have people, usually they tend to be older in your family or your friends who by virtue of having gone through life, have experiences you can learn from or you can go to for counsel. And then you have friends on your level, right, with similar experiences, similar knowledge, but they may be really good in one aspect than you are. All you guys may know about the same thing, but you have an idea, you, you bring to them, and then you're like, well, I'm looking at, or they look at it from this perspective, they give you a different perspective do it and then obviously if you're married your wife is your spouse is supposed to be your primary counselor right and then there are the one-off counselors that's going to be someone in so for instance um you may meet 
someone in church one day or a preacher comes to preach in church and speaks to let's say discipline that's a form of counsel that's a form of counsel by it's very specific and it's episodic you got it one time you may never hear from that speaker again so they have there are various forms like there are various levels to it the way i look at it okay great great yeah and um i i think uh one part that um sometimes we overlook is also um learning from people who we in our um for the lack of a better word we would say uh subordinates to us people who are below the level where we are in life i think there's real value in that in the sense that uh, one uh having a perspective of where you came from or where you have been um it's always a good reminder to keep you in track and on 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 point to be able to get to where you need to go and it also plays um it brings about what you had mentioned earlier about the um pride it takes that away Uh, it takes the problem of pride away and i think that is uh one uh, key thing there and um for me i think um today or um earlier i had done a recording with um someone that i have known um i believe um out of the 18 19 years that i've been here in the uh in this country i've known him the entire time but we had not had communication for about 10 years and then eventually about two years ago or a year ago we reconnected somehow and then we started talking again and lo and behold he became a uh, a guest on the show but i say that to say everybody that you meet in life no matter where they are or what stage they are you can gain um you can learn from them uh, or through their life or through their experience through their actions and i think sometimes um uh, we miss out on a lot of opportunities in life when we don't um, uh, reach out or we don't tap into some of these avenues that are available. Yeah, I'm going to share a quick story and you probably have heard it before that speaks to you. So I think it was Ford Model Company. Now, I don't know if this is true, it really happened, but it's a story that goes around. I think they designed the car and then after they did the design and built their prototype, they realized, I think it was a truck the where they had built it the doorway to get a car out the the truck was t- higher than the doorway so they asked the engineers to try to figure out okay how do we get a car out and you know they were doing all these complex equations and we're like okay we need to break it we need to do this and then i think it was a cleaner was like why don't you just let the air out of the tires it will bring the heights down and it'll go through mm. right and that's what they did so nobody has all knowledge right nobody knowledge. there is like there is humility that you need and if you truly look at people as yes there may be subordinates in terms of rank or age or status but at the end of the day we are all humans and yeah nobody has Everybody has value and everybody can contribute to something. So everybody can be a counsel or can be an advisor. Wonderful. 
So then um, that puts us in a very unique place because whenever uh, in, in my um, in my thought, whenever you we make a general statement about anything, then we need to put um, guardrails because then someone will take it and <laughs> fall off yeah. the edge. And so let's put some guardrails uh, here um, because everybody needs counseling and everyone can be a, a counselor or an advisor. So then the question is, what are the essential qualities of a good advisor or a good counselor? in our life uh, and whether formal or informal counselors you went through that very well for us so i don't think we need to go back there so what are some essential qualities of a good counselor someone we ought to uh, hold on to so i think it's extremely important that whoever you listen to one is qualified right on whatever subject matter you are approaching them me <laughs> to give you advice on how to play golf <laughs> i can't help you right or maybe not golf let's say how to build anything with your hand i'm not I'm not your guy like right so the person has to be qualified the person needs to be able to listen well and more, more importantly, that you they need to be able to give you objective, impartial advice. Mm. Because without the advice being objective and impartial, if if so, if for instance I come to you and I know you are going to see things my way, so I'm intentionally then mm -hmm. it's not really counsel. I've just come for confirmation, Perfect. right? And if I can't go, like I can't go to mm, there are people who are impartial in some situations, and they are probably absolutely able to go for advice. And I think whatever advice you get, you need to, um, sometimes it's not what you want to hear. So it's someone who can, who can speak truth to power, right? And then it also needs to be, now we all have various standards of life. So speaking as a Christian, the advice can't be contrary to the Bible. Absolutely. Right now, you may not believe in the Bible that your whatever your moral compass or whatever you like, it can't go against that. So for me, those are the most important guardrails. It needs to be a subject matter expert who is objective and impartial and can speak truth to power. And it needs to fit with in my case or in in our case it needs to be it needs to fit with a with biblical truth absolutely and i think um that that really is um sometimes where we uh fall prey to a lot of um these things and i think that's uh, what give counselors a bad rep in a way because uh, for the most part, um, uh, I remember I had a conversation with a young uh, person, and then I was asking um, why they are um, they are lack of appreciation for the value or for the role of counselors, 
And um, they, they went ahead and started listing out some of these qualities like um, uh, counselors are supposed to be empathetic. They're supposed to be active listeners. They're supposed to um, collaborate with me uh, and, and things of that nature to be able to establish goals and things like that. Yeah, and I said, those are all good. I mean, those are all great. It's good to have them as a counselor because that's what will make people stick with you. Uh, that's what will make your husband or your wife listen to you when they know that you are going to be an active listener. You're going to be empathetic. You're going to collaborate with them. So those are essential qualities. Yes, don't get me wrong. But like you said, if that person cannot be honest or tell you the truth or speak truth to power, um, and they will only tell you what you want to hear, then in a way you're missing out on the value of counseling because you need to know the truth and the truth, uh, our Bible says, will set you free. And most of the time I see that um, a lot of us uh, go the wrong way too long. Everybody will go the wrong way sometimes. But having counselors around, having an advisor, um, they are the brakes that when you go the wrong way, you take two, three steps, and then they become the brakes that you hit, and then you turn back to the right way. Um, but without them, uh, like you said, we just tend to go the wrong way, and I think we go on the wrong path for a little bit too long, and that's what gets us in trouble. So we'll be um, wrapping up uh, here. Uh, but I want to ask you this, and then you can share um, your final thoughts um, with this as well. Um, how should we then evaluate advisors um, in our lives, in our careers, in uh, everything? So they tell we we talking to someone. They they talking the Bible in our opinion. They speaking truth to power. They are impartial. They are objective. Um, I think those things will help guide it. Uh, like we said, they are the guardrails. But as a person on the receiving side, the truth might not sound good because that's not what I want to hear. So how do I go about evaluating what I'm hearing from the counselor with all these qualities that you told So me? I think you, if you can look at what they are saying in an objective manner and not and not feel hurt and not feel and not dwell in your feelings or emotions mm -hmm. then you can really pay attention to what they are saying right and then once again if if you evaluate it through the lens of whatever your moral compass is then you can it, it makes sense so i think as a christian if let's say someone comes to me and is like oh let me use divorce right mm. they tell me these are the situations i may go like you know what the bible says that like god frowns on divorce but i think then they made provisions have you gone through steps a b c d e f before you get to that point right they are like so that's that's my opinion it's now on them to go back and go like well i haven't done a i haven't done b i haven't done all the way to f maybe let me do all these steps and see if i can salvage the marriage right you have you like can you evaluate what's coming to you objectively and 
based on your set your moral compass and then you can use that information so that's how you evaluate whatever advice you get is it truthful is it right does it that's the best way to do the evaluation is this person telling me something that's good for me right or is it because i did not hear what i wanted to hear so i'm ignoring everything he's saying because he didn't he or she didn't make me feel that i'm right so it's being able to go out out of yourself that's the best way to do it wonderful wonderful well uh dear listeners we are very grateful to dr kofi Belwa uh again for joining us uh today um it's been a very uh interesting conversation and again the topic that we were uh, uh discussing today was the value of counselors and friends as uh, we have gone through with you counselors are valuable in every facet of our life and as dr bewa rightly said you cannot truly be successful without counselors in your life without advisors and so it becomes important that you are able to evaluate these uh, counselors and realize the qualities that they have um dr bewa mentioned to us they must be objective they must be impartial they must be true to power um and the counseling that we are getting must fit with our moral compass in uh, in other words it must fit with the bible if they are giving us counsel that is contrary to what um uh, the divine prescription for our life is it becomes um something that you ought to evaluate objectively and so i think um with this i'll be wrapping up by saying that counselors are important the way you evaluate them is also important but as equally important is how you evaluate them because you ought to be objective from what dr bewa made us understand in order to be able to even accept good counsel god bless you so much for joining us today and we hope you will continue to follow and share with your friends loved ones um co-workers and we will see you same time next week as we talk about yet another thought-provoking uh topic that will bring healing to you again this is our of healing god bless you so much for listening bye-bye thank you